everybody and welcome to Engaged in Rec. Karina here, your host, and today I have somebody really exciting that I want to introduce you to. I have Lisa Jaworski here. She's another Canadian, which I love talking to the Canadians here, but she's a therapeutic recreation specialist and the creator of Awestruck Aspirations, which is really cool because I was looking you up, Lisa, and I saw that the AWE, like the A-W-E, is yeah. for age, wisdom, and experience. So yes. love that. <laughs> Welcome to Engaged in Rec. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thank you for having me on. And thank you for starting with that. I was thinking, how am I going to fit in the age, wisdom, and experience? So I'm glad you figured that out. Um, so a little bit about me, uh, where I don't even know where to begin. I guess I'll just start with, <laughs> start as, it relates, beginning. <laughs> as it relates to, um, the, the work that I do. I, uh, I start, my, I had a passion, I guess I fell in love with this line of work, uh, through my high school co-op placement. Uh, so it, yeah, it was just really coincidental and I really see it as more, uh, a path that I was called to take, I guess, now that you look back. Um, I was having some hard times in high school, some things happening, and I actually needed to take a, a maybe a week or two off of school. But when I was asked uh, by my guidance counselor, you know, is there anything else we can do to help? I said, I, I actually want to continue with my co-op placement. It was in a long-term care home, and I was interacting with seniors there. And it was the one thing that actually kept me going when I really needed it. So I do really see it as a passion-driven calling. Um, and I didn't really come to terms with that until a few years later. So I had then, of course, co-ops, you know, I don't know, I can't remember, grade 11 or 12. Then I had applied for a university to do television and radio broadcasting, as well as uh, dramatic arts and theater um, so then when things happened, I, uh, I decided to withdraw my <laughs> applications to university and I went traveling instead, um, to the South Pacific for almost a year, I think just to get my head on straight. So it was then when I came back that I thought I have to stick with what feels right and what fuels me. So that's when I changed it and going f with what I knew at the time, um, that was, I had only heard you only learn, I think, from your mentors who um, can increase your awareness. So my co-op placement director, the program manager in the long-term care home, had said that she um, took recreation and leisure in, in college. So at that point, when I didn't have a lot of money, <laughs> two years sounded better than four, even though looking back, of course, now, you, you know, you, you have decisions that you wish you made differently. But it got me into the field very quick and I've increased my education since then and taken extra courses and registered with TRO, Therapeutic Recreation Ontario. So it's all worked out in the end. Um, but that's really where it started. And I've, I think because I've just loved the work that I do and engaging with the senior population, honestly, the wisdom piece is very true. And I'm, I truly mean that is that's what keeps me going is the conversations and hearing and learning about um, their stories. I think it helps me to, to remember that this, you know, if we want to live a, a long, good life, we need to hear the stories of, of our elders. So yeah, that's, that's really the beginning of how I got into it. And then I've worked in long-term care 
through in Ottawa, Toronto, and London. And then I've also worked in a day program as well as hospital and community. So that's kind of combined and I'm still working full-time in that area. So I have a couple of side things that I like to do in my free time, if you will. You've dipped your toes in all of the different yeah. areas of working with <laughs> older adults, for sure. I know a lot of us that have worked in the field with older adults have dipped our toes in different places too. And there's things that I really enjoy about working in long-term care. And there's things that I really enjoy about working in like retirement or also yeah. day programs. They're all a little bit different, but it all comes back to creating those meaningful experiences for the people that we're working with. Would you mm -hmm. agree? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that you have this awestruck aspiration. So I'm looking at it online right now in front of me. I have this up in front of me and it says meaningful matters more than memory loss. Yes. Tell me about that. Okay. So um, this is another long-winded story and I'll try, I'll try not totally to okay. go on too long. So back and again, I guess it's always for me and I'm sure many people, but I find that uh, for me, it's always, it's always come back to meaningful. So mm -hmm. I think uh, I came up with this idea, this awestruck aspirations, which I think at first sounded like a funny idea, but in 2015, I, uh, I reached a point of overwhelm. I'm in my forties. And so I think there's a place of, you know, where you, you get caught kind of in that midlife, if you will, moment where, uh, as well as pieces of your career might be stressful, taking care of a family, also having extended family things going on. So anyway, I, I wasn't sure exactly what the reason was behind my overwhelm, but I, I did uh, need a little bit of a, a breather. And so during that time in my reflecting, uh, I spent a lot of time, I, I've heard you talk about your the law of attraction and I, I resonate with that because I, yeah. I, I spent a lot of time thinking about what I'm grateful for and then thinking about what, what I really wanted. Um, and it, it wasn't anything materialistic. It wasn't like, I really want that big car. Or I, you know, I want that mansion. It, it's, it's more the connections. I, I wanted to feel that sense of belonging. I wanted to not be needed urgently uh, in a job. I wanted to be able to draw on the strengths that I had, even though I wasn't entirely sure what those were. Even being in the field of recreation, I think some people, but probably not many can relate to the fact like, I don't know, I, I'm not, I'm not great at sports, especially team sports. I'm not, I don't consider myself crafty or artistic. I can play a pretty good basic guitar, but uh, otherwise for recreation, you know, my skill sets aren't there to teach other people. <laughs> um, so it took me a while to really dig deep and figure out what that was that was important. And it came up that the senior population is is what really drives me and always has. But then there was also this piece that, uh, you know, I think back to my school days and how I did like, I guess, you know, musical arts and dramatic arts and uh, making people laugh. I was never good at being serious. Uh, <laughs> you I feel know, like we I... can totally relate to each other. <laughs> yeah, to be on stage. Yeah. 
you better put me in a role that's going to make me look like I'm supposed to make people laugh because I'm, if I'm <laughs> supposed to be taken seriously, then I'm going to fail that completely. So um, anyway, I think tying those two worlds together was missing. You know, I, I was able in previous years, but I had switched jobs. I was able to play the guitar and sing and, you know, have fun and dance with uh, the clients that I was working with, but since job changes that it was more serious and more intense and less, let's say fun, the fun side of it. Um, so anyway, I knew that I needed to bring that back somehow and also really draw on the strengths and the skills that I know that the senior population has. And I think that we focus too much on the problems that we have, especially with memory loss. Um, so I, I, felt strongly that we needed to highlight the skills and strengths that people have remaining, no matter what, emotionally, physically, cognitively. So I came up with this idea, well, that was in 2015, and I wrote myself a little goal card or mission, I guess, um, really stating the fact that I, I wanted to create, I didn't want to be a big TV star, but I wanted to create something where it was highlighting these strengths and skills of um, our senior population, asking questions, having a little bit of fun, um, but I, I didn't know, you know, how I was going to do that. So um, to tie in and bring back the fun part that I realized was missing, uh, as well as still draw on the passion that I had for working with the senior population, I had this idea and wrote down this mission, I guess, that uh, I would refer to pretty much daily, that I wanted to create some kind of uh, like a, a TV show or something that would show and, and share the experiences of older adults, um, where they could have a platform to express, you know, what they wanted to share with, with people like themselves or younger. Uh, kind of as these, you know, the age, wisdom and experience, please really drawing on that to inspire and empower and, you know, educate others. And so um, I didn't know exactly how to do that, but I, I kept that with me. And that was that was a goal that I had. The other piece to that that uh, I eventually realized was that. In my in my work that I was doing, I spent a lot of time uh, with caregivers as well, like the family members, um, their children, uh, you know, spouses. And I found that in those experiences, the move to long-term care in particular was very challenging. Um, and if a person had quote unquote responsive behaviors or expressions of risk that, you know, may be concerning, then people would quickly get labeled uh, yes. And so <laughs> that really ate away at my soul. And so I would say, I think it was in 2016, I had this aha moment where I, I actually was reading a book with my daughter, <laughs> putting her to bed at night and I had to excuse myself, grab a piece of paper. And I just started thinking about all of the different ways. And you'd relate if you've, you've worked with memory care before and dementia yes. care that, you know, we know that communication isn't always verbal. And so there's body language and there's also remaining strengths like, you know, a person might not, um, maybe they curse, maybe they swear, maybe they yell, but there's something, there's a strength that they still have remaining. It's just a matter of figuring out what that is. And so I had, 
witnessed many, many times that, you know, somebody might be really great at sorting or matching items, or, you know, they used to play cards, maybe they don't play cards anymore, but they're able to have those familiar items and, you know, organize by the landscape of the card on the back or sort them by suits. So I had this idea that I wanted to create this whole activity kit that had different cards uh, that, you know, have life story information, like life story questions to ask Mm -hmm. and have maybe uh, pictures of things that are familiar. So I always think of things that are meaningful and nurturing. So that's children, animals, um, landscape, like pictures, scenery, seasons, and then having some fun things in there as well, maybe jokes and fill in the blanks. And so I had this huge idea. So that, that, (laughs) that led me off on a whole other path. But again, the whole purpose behind that was because I wanted people to record their loved ones or the people that they care for with dementia in a positive state. I wanted them to use that activity kit to be able to then go here, like record that information so that they can then share that information with long-term care home staff or retirement home staff or wherever they might transition to, to show what they can do, not what's going wrong. Um, So anyway, that's, that's actually still in the works. I'm still working on that. And I've gone through and, you know, gone through for trademarking and all this stuff that I don't know if it's the right decision or not, but I sometimes just follow my own path. So um, since then, I don't want to make it too long of a story, but I've, there's been other things that I, you know, developing a, I got into positive psychology and uh, Victor Frankl with the meaning of life and logotherapy. So doing different trainings and education which led me on developing a group for, for the place that I work now, all about living with purpose. Um, so teaching some actual evidence-based strategies that help people to focus on what they can still do and, and important habits that you can instill into your life. And I don't mean that so much for people with dementia, but I think that there's ways that we could modify that. And then, so after that, um, the goal card started coming to life. So it, I made that goal card or the, the mission statement, if you will, in 2019, I think. And I made it like a five-year goal that I wanted to have some kind of a show. So I looked back at this card in my pocket and thought, I, I need to get this going. So I just contacted our local TV station and um, put a proposal together to uh, do community produce a, a TV show. So that's on Rogers TV, London in Ontario. And okay. Called- hold your horses. <laughs> I did not even know. I did not even know that you had a TV show. Yeah. I thought that you were brilliant just because of the other things that you're doing and working with people that have dementia and this awestruck program <laughs> that you have on Etsy. But now you're telling me that you have a TV show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I need more. Tell me more. So that it, that was trying to bring my idea to life. And it, I knew, I always knew that it wasn't something I wanted to do forever. Um, but I, I just had to do it and try it to see what the experience was like. Uh, and like you, I think I have an interest in, you know, I think speaking and listening and conversations is really yeah. maybe where my skill set is. Um, so it's called Learning for Love, Lessons for Life. And the whole basis behind it is to reach people like me who might be in the sandwich generation, if you will, where you're caring for maybe uh, 
you know, children as well as parents and also possibly being in a healthcare field where you're doing it for a living as well. So I wanted to talk with people my age and older who have been through this or are going through it and how they, how do they keep their, like, how are they so resilient? Uh, So, so that was really the basis for the show. So I had two people on per episode and there's 12 episodes. It's still airing, but I'm not, I'm not doing the TV show anymore, but that was a really fun experience. and that was so that was during COVID time. I had put the proposal wow. through in 2019. And then in 2020, I hadn't heard anything. So I contacted again and they said, well, we're just waiting because, you know, we can't get in the station. So, um, yeah, I had I had said, you know, I'm willing to try it virtually. Let's give this a shot. So anyway, they were willing to do that and it, it ended up working out. So that's that was 2020 that that happened. It's the squeaky wheel. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah, that's right. Don't give up, right? No, don't give up. Yeah. So cool. So then the awestruck piece, um, that, that, that's been the whole, like behind the scenes, that's what I've called it the whole time. Um, I, and so that it, there's, it, you know, you start, I think with an idea and I didn't have an idea that was a moneymaker. And that's, again, hopefully it, it's ringing out there that, that that wasn't the reason why I was doing it. So um, really passion driven. So I decided I, I did finally register the business. I think it was in early 2021 um, because it was time, I guess, to do that, even though I still didn't really have any ideas. But it was when I, so I, I've always had this life story video idea in the back of my mind. So that's, that continues to be my, my passion and something that will probably be my life calling. Uh, so I can share that briefly with you if you like. Yes. Okay. So that's really, uh, when I talk about, I'm sure you've heard of the term personhood and person-centered care. So when it comes specifically to people with dementia, like I keep talking about is um, I feel that it's so important for the person to be understood just for who they are as a human being. Um, And without us, if we can lose our judgments and just try to build a relationship with what we know about a person from their own words or the words of, you know, whoever's in their corner, their loved one, I think we would all be better carers Uh, And I think I heard that you have taken GPA, gentle persuasion approach. Mm -hmm. And so there's a video in that training uh, with a a gentleman named Arthur. And that's an example, as well as I have a personal one where uh, a family member shared with me uh, a video like 20 years ago now. And uh, she just did it, you know, because she found this video on her camera. But the experience of watching that and her mom years and years before she had dementia was eye-opening to me. And so the difference between my relationship and my ability to engage her in activities changed dramatically in my view. Uh, And I would say it's more my perception where it felt like, you know, she, she... she wasn't someone I could get to sit down for any period of time where then after I saw this video of just her showing her sense of humor and having her Irish accent, which she had, she had lost her ability to really speak by the time I was working with her, I had more patience. I had more compassion. Uh, So she, 
she would sit for maybe five, 10 minutes. They didn't even do, you know, the, the wooden shapes that go on the peg board. Yeah. yeah. So I brought that out for her to try and I could hear her counting, you know, one, one, two, one, two, and she'd figure out which, you know, which pegs that the shapes would go on. And I was like astounded, you know, I can't believe she's doing this, but I think it was me, <laughs> you know, yeah. she hadn't changed. It was my ability to have more patience and see her in a different light. So I am bound and determined to figure out a way or to help people know how important this tool is. It doesn't matter if you do it on your phone. It doesn't matter if you, you know, whatever tools you use, if we can just encourage and stress how important it is for like the formal care partners in long-term care retirement to have this tool, I think, uh, I think we would all be much better off. And I think we'd be more invested in the work that we do regardless of how much time we have in the day. I feel like sometimes we forget that when they come to us in their stages of lives that they're in, mm -hmm. that it may not be the person that they were forever. Right. And so like, we have no idea what the relationships were that they had with their spouses or their kids or their siblings or whatever, that, where they, how they were like at work, you know, like how, they interacted with other people. Yeah. It's just like, and I think about it as if, like think about your parents, for instance, they have their lives as they're like, they're themselves with their friends and they have their own relationships with their friends and they have their own relationships with their colleagues and coworkers and things like that. And then they have their own relationship with their kids mm -hmm. and every relationship is kind of different. Absolutely. And so to get the, eye-opening like little pieces of how they used to interact and how they used to communicate um with other people not specifically their their daughter or son but their spouse and things like that yeah. you know what i'm trying to get yes, at here yeah yeah it's, it's different just, relationships right yeah. and we're all you're right we're all like that like i don't act the same way with you that i would with exactly. my children or my husband which are also different relationships we 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 cater, we adapt to, to the interaction that we're in. And I think though, if you're going in from a therapeutic recreation position or like a, a more medical position, you're right. going to be going in with that professional communication, right? right. Yeah. Whereas in their lives, what made them feel at ease and comfort was yeah. not the same tones and not the same language that we would use medically exactly yeah exactly and i don't know about you i'm i think in recreation especially we it, it is our job to en engage people in you know and it is the mm -hmm. quote unquote fun part <laughs> you know when yeah. we're in when we're in the rules that we are but what that allows is that i think especially with dementia people see us differently and have a different relationship mm -hmm. so it i i feel like it's our job to to really advocate and help others understand who this person is, but with the help of the people who know them best. Yeah. Uh, and, and only one very, very quick example is like, what I was going to say to you is that I feel like often we're referred to as, as family. And I've been mistaken as that, you know, when I go in to see somebody say in a long-term care home, 
the staff will go, oh, are you her granddaughter? <laughs> you know, <laughs> because she had been wandering and upset or, you know, anxious beforehand. And I come out from my visit with her and not that I've done anything magical other than just listen yeah. and visit. But when we come out, you know, we're arm in arm and she's smiling and laughing and they're, you know, the staff kind of look like, who are you? But it's, it's <laughs> just because you've given you've that time, up. right? Yeah. Yeah. And learn how they interact with right. you, you know, and how, what, what you can do to reduce any anxiety that they're having. I remember one person I used to have and she would wander about and she would obsess with packing her things and ready to go kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, and I would be able to give her a hairbrush and she would brush my hair Aww. because she had daughters, a whole pile of daughters. And so when her daughters weren't in, she wanted that connection. Yeah. And so not having the connection of her family there, she was packing her stuff because she wanted to go see her family, which was her yeah. comfort. And right. so when I would let her brush my hair, she would come out completely calm and relaxed. Mm -hmm. And she needed that, that um, connection. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it makes but it, nobody it, would know that, right? Unless you exactly. dove deep into her family and her background and her interests and yep. things like that. That's right. Just knowing a few key pieces that you can draw on even goes so far. And and that, like, doesn't that, doesn't that make you think, I don't know, I, I learned in school for recreation that, you know, I think of the day as 24 hours and you have the eight hours for, well, <laughs> hopefully mm -hmm. eight hours of sleeping eight hours for work, whatever that looks like, and then eight hours for everything else. And your example is perfect. You know, like brushing your daughter's hair, like preparing food. These are yeah. all things that I think we need to remember when we talk about activities, roles, routines. Like it's not just the fun of it. It's the importance. It's an, it's the meaning behind these things. So the hair brushing is a perfect activity, you know, that we may not otherwise think of. Yeah. And then other staff at the same time may come in and go, you're not even working. Right. You know? Yeah. They don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. not at all. And I'm yeah. like, this is absolutely yeah. working. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, awesome. Uh, what was I going to share next? I think. <laughs> I... <laughs> Sorry. I love it. This happens all the time. <laughs> Okay, so you started your company, you've created these really awesome things. Yes. yes. Where can people find them? How do they help rec therapists? Okay, thank you. So yes, I did. So back to that activity kit, I thought I can't wait for this thing to get started and like figure out the printing. I don't I don't <laughs> want to do that. I don't want to take all my time and figure out how to make all these yeah. cards. And I just felt strongly that it needed to get going. So to help other people who may be in the same position as myself, maybe, uh, you know, recreation therapists, allied health, even anybody, like it doesn't matter who, I think anybody who is invested in making a difference for people who have dementia, especially, but also others, um, I've created this Etsy shop called Awestruck Aspirations. So Etsy shops, the, the words are usually all together. So Awestruck Aspirations is all one word. And so on there, I'm working to develop different meaningful activities that are printable. So I don't sell anything that will be shipped 
to you. It's all digital downloads or, you know, printable items. So you, uh, I'm trying to think of one of the, well, the main example, the primary reason I did this, of course, is the life story piece. So I created one of the um, items you'll find on the Etsy shop for Ostrich Aspirations is called Conversation Cues. And so everything is really like what I'm talking about with cards. So if you were to print them off, they come on regular eight and a half by 11 paper size. And so I think there's nine cards per page that you could then cut out. And again, I would encourage that people um, ask the people that they're caring for to help with that. Get some scissors out, cut around if, if that's a yeah. skill that they have. Um, help, you know, ask them to help with laminating and spacing out the cards before you laminate them and then cutting them out again. So there's, it doesn't have to be a make work project. So the idea being that when you laminate the, the cards um, to use, they can be reused, they can be cleaned, which the mm -hmm. disinfectant piece is so important, especially with COVID that um, that was really the idea on the use behind the cards is a handout with, you know, like a quick grab, which I think we all have the activity sheets with questions and answers. And those things are great. The cards I find is, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I, I just use them today where, you know, a person can go through and go to the next question or put them in a pile and put ones that they don't like in another pile. So there's things that they can do with their hands that allows them to read different cards, have more choice in what they want to do. And then there also is the, the one page handout. Um, so both come in that same package. So there's a quick page handout with all of the questions. So you could use them to then record uh, with permission, of course, some of, some of their answers. And just by having these genuine conversations, you can gather some of that information in a fun, just conversational manner. Uh, so it's not too serious. So some of the questions, um, let me just grab my sheet real quick. Some of the questions include like, what was your favorite subject in school or um, who inspired you in your life and why? So there's all types of different questions. And it, it just, all of these activities are really trying to draw on individual strengths who, you know, have memory loss, highlighting the strengths that they have, and then having a little fun along the way. So there's different ones, there's colors and there's numbers and there's pictures of puppies and babies and these life story questions. There's gratitude cards. Um, so a little bit of everything, but it's very new. I just started it in September. So I'm still, I love it. it. I'm actually looking at it right now in front of me. And so there's baby sorting and matching, have you or have you not activity kit, sorting and matching farm animals, sorting and matching kittens and cats. Sorting and matching puppies and dogs, the activity page <laughs> bundle, like cut out cards. There's everything here. And it's stuff that are so beneficial for rec programming. And it doesn't have to be with people that have dementia. It can be right, yeah. Any any age, like any cognitive level at all. Because I was thinking, um, I used to put cards on dining room tables oh. for conversation starters. Yes. And so these are perfect for that. Right. And if they get lost, that's the other piece. I, I think all of us are really uh, familiar with dollar stores and, you know, places that we can get yeah. a lot for a small budget. And so this is like, I don't know what, like they're anywhere between, I think, 250 and $7 that yeah, are on perfect. there, but they're, you can print them a million times. You can laminate them whenever you want. Like if, 
you know, for, especially for organizations, it's once you have it, it's yours. You can use it as, as many times as you want and print it as many times as you want. And I would even say, um, I, I have written in there in the policy, like, of course, I don't want it being passed to other rec therapists and other organizations, but if they're being used or you wanted to share them with the family members within the retirement home or the long-term care home, like, again, this isn't, this isn't for me to make a million dollars. This is actually I, it, my goal with Etsy is for me to reach like there's half a million caregivers in Canada and at least half of those are caregivers for someone with dementia. So if I can reach, you know, half of half of those caregivers and help them and give them extra resources to make life better for them and their loved ones, then that's what I want to do. So this is just a way for me to reach more people, share the information that I have. Not everybody has rec therapy at their fingertips. So these are, these are the tips that I developed because this is what I use. And this is, these are the things that I wanted. So I created them to use every day. Those are the best um, things that the best ideas are the ones that you're like, oh, I really wish that I had this. And then like, oh, I'm just going to create it. Yeah. It's like, it's like (laughs) me. I was like, I really wish that I could um, find a podcast of people that are working in rec. And then I couldn't find one. And so I was like, (laughs) I'm just going to create one. That's awesome. I love it. I love that you did that. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Oh, that I've had such a great conversation with you. I'm really thrilled that you introduced me to all of the amazing work that you're doing. Um, Where can our listeners find you, um, learn more about you, about what you're doing, and also check out your, I saw that you had a YouTube page. So can you give me all this information? Sure. So everything, uh, I guess it's, well, yeah, easiest, the YouTube channel is the same. It's Awestruck Aspirations. I do have some examples on there about, you know, when I keep talking about life story videos, I haven't touched today uh, on the the training and and that piece on that, but digital storytelling is really what my life story videos are all about. So I've done some training in that area to facilitate those. Um, So that's, that's just very new. Um, So you'll see a few examples on there if you really hunt (laughs) under one of the playlists on my YouTube uh, channel. So that's called digital, digital life stories. And then of course, when COVID hit, I did start, you know, recording communication approach ideas for dementia care, uh, some activity ideas, how to break down activities, that type of thing. And then of course, Etsy, Ostrich aspirations is all one word. And this is terrible, but I don't have my, um, I don't have the site up right now, but it's, it's probably etsy.com and then slash shop. Etsy or Ostrich aspirations, I think. Yes, that's it. Oh, good for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure if you Googled it, you'd be able to to figure it out. And then I'm not great with um, social media. I do have a Facebook page that I try at, but it's called Ostrich Aspirations as well. And then uh, LinkedIn is probably the only place. I am on Instagram, but I don't really use it all that much. Yeah, I have Instagram and Facebook for my engaged in rec, and I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm not very hard. good at it. <laughs> I realized now with the Etsy piece, I think I think my go-to because I don't have to show myself and, you know, I yeah. Anyway, I think 
I think Pinterest is the route I'm going to go. So yes. Yeah. Love Pinterest. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. So thank you so much, Lisa, for joining Engaged in Rec today. Everybody, you have to check out Awestruck Aspiration. So again, go to the Etsy shop. It's Etsy.com slash C-A slash shop slash Awestruck Aspirations. Have to check it out. She's got amazing stuff going on there. And I just really appreciate meeting you. I'm grateful that you connected with me and that we were able to do this together. Thanks so much. Thank you, Karina. It was such a pleasure. I'm really excited about it. And I wish you all the best with this. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you.